welcome to Crossroads Connection. This is a show all about having conversations surrounding life, ministry, and culture. I want to say a quick thank you to our friends at The Truth Network for airing this program. It is Saturday, which means we are here for another episode of Crossroads Connection. That's I right. am Tyler, and I've got Jamie and Andy here. How are you both doing? Hey, Tyler, doing good. Doing yeah. fantastic. Yeah, man, I absolutely... <laughs> Best 30 minutes of our Saturday yes, right yes, here. Yes, you stole the words right out of oh, my mouth. Oh, wow. And it's not true. only is this... I Do I look forward to this every week, but we've got an amazing special guest that we interviewed a little bit later in the show. That's right. Andy, tell them who it is. Yeah. Are you ready for this, everybody? I don't, I don't I'm know. Ready. Ready. I'm ready. I know when I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had an amazing opportunity to recently interview Kirk Cameron. That's what? right. That's right. <laughs> what? Kirk Cameron. So here's why. We have been in a year of transformation for our church. Mm-hmm. We believe that the Word of God is transforming us. We're preaching through the Bible. Our church is going through the Bible together from Genesis to Revelation. It's part of the very DNA of our church is that we want to see the transforming of our triangle and the world around us. And the way we do that is by making disciples. So how that translates into this is Kirk Cameron was here about a year ago at our church with the Living Room Reset. Mm -hmm. And it's an amazing tour that he's on dealing with marriage and parenting, which are two huge things right now for our culture about marriage and about parenting. And in fact, he's going to be back in North Carolina on March 25th in Wilmington and March 27th in New Bern. So we were thinking, wow, we're talking about transformation. It has a lot to do with us being transformed individually. And that has to that has to translate into our houses, right? Into Absolutely. our marriages, yeah. into our kids' schools, into our relationships with neighbors, and on and on that goes. Mm-hmm. So what a great, if I can use the word uh, marriage, yes, I do crack myself up. <laughs> what a great marriage between <sighs> what we're dealing with as a, as a church in transformation and the living room reset. So yeah, we had a great interview with him. Uh, recently that we're going to be letting everybody listen in on in just a little bit. Yeah, that was such a fun interview. And as you mentioned, we are going through transformation as a church, reading through the Bible. You are also preaching through what we're reading as we go. So let's listen to a recent clip from a recent sermon, and then we'll chat about it a little bit after. Sounds great. The fourth obedience that we see happening here is humility. Ultimately, the way back to ultimate obedience is through a humble nature. Humility reflects submission. And there's a great passage in James 4. I want to read it and just give you a couple bullet points. It says, therefore, it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. There's a few things about humility that we see here. Humility, first bullet point, jot down, is submission. In order for me to be humble, I need to submit to the fact that I'm not God, that he is, that I'm not. I have to have humility to say, I'm going to submit my life, my hopes, my dreams at the foot of the cross, because God, your plan for my life is better than mine. That takes humility. If we're prideful, if we're arrogant, if we think we can do it on our own, we're never going to get there. The other bullet point under humility is that humility causes us to draw near to God. And I love what that verse says, that if we draw near to God, did you notice what it says? He'll draw near to you. That God is not away from you. He doesn't have his back turned to you saying, I see you're drawing near to me. I'm going to see if this is real or not. It says that if we draw near to him, he's going to draw near to us. 
And because we draw near to God, two wonderful things happen. Cleansing of our hands and purifying of our hearts. Cleansing and forgiveness of things that we've done. Cleansing and forgiveness of things we believed and thought. It's amazing what happens in humility. Yeah, Andy, that was such a good sermon. And this sermon was actually called, If God Can Use a Donkey. <laughs> That's right. I love that sermon title. Yeah, and, uh, it was fun. And, and I love the, the concept, right? So we were talking out of, out of scripture where Balaam and his donkey, it's a very, to some degree, a very iconic passage that a lot of people know about. And we, of course, we get that phrase, well, if God can use a donkey, mm-hmm. he can use us. And it's actually yeah. true that if God can actually use a donkey, he can actually use us. So real quickly, for those of you that might not be familiar with the passage, just a real quick recap of what's happening is Balaam, who is a, a you know, is a prophet to some degree, is a spiritual man, has a knowledge about God, but not necessarily a relationship with God the way that we would assume somebody to be. And mm-hmm. in many ways, he was somewhat of a prophet for hire, which is not the way that you're supposed to do that. And so Balak was asking Balaam to curse Israel. And every time he tried to do that, he would bless Israel instead. Well, it came down to this thing where Balaam wanted to go. God told him no. Then God gave him over to his own heart's desire, told him to go. So he gets on the donkey and he ends up leaving. And the donkey sees the angel of the Lord with a sword. And so the donkey you know, avoids the angel of the Lord. Eventually, Balaam hits the donkey three times. The donkey just lays down. So let me go ahead and read out of Numbers chapter 22, starting in verse 22. It says, But God's anger was kindled because he went, and the angel of the Lord took his stand in the way as his adversary. Now he was riding on the donkey, and his two servants were with him. And the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword in his hand. And the donkey turned aside out of the road and went into the field. And Balaam struck the donkey to turn her into the road. But really what that's coming down to is what we talked about in that sermon was on obedience. The whole sermon was about obedience and the different levels of obedience that we should have. And that particular point was on humble obedience and how important it is for us to be humble before God, because humble really reflects our submission to God. That when we're humble before God and submit ourselves before God, then we see amazing things happening in our lives. And there was four kind of points to that one little... uh, sermon illustration when it comes to humble obedience, and that is that humility allows us to submit to God, and so there's submission to God. Because of that submission to God, we're able to draw near to God, and in the verse it says that He'll actually draw near to us as we draw near to Him, and there's a cleansing of our hands and a purifying of our hearts, which reflects things we've done and things we felt and things we heard and things that we've seen, and how critical this is, quite honestly, when it comes to our lives with God and our relationships with other people. One of the things that I love when I think about marriage and I think about how humility and submission works is that part where if we draw closer to God, that he draws closer to us. And if you can visualize a little bit of a triangle, like say there's a triangle, at the top of the triangle is God, and at the bottom corners of the triangle is a husband and and the wife. And the concept there is that as you get closer to God individually, you're also getting closer to one another together as well. Hmm. So you're getting closer to God. And as you get to the point of that triangle, obviously we all know what a triangle looks like. Right. <laughs> uh, as, as those edges are getting closer to the point where God is, you and your spouse are now getting closer to each other. Yeah. But it takes mutual submission to do that, hmm. that we've got to submit to God and we have to submit to one another and honor one another 
And when we do that, this is where transformation happens. And this is how transformation comes in. And this is how transformation works is in all of this. But what I loved about that sermon, if God can use a donkey, think about this, whoever's listening right now, honestly, and this is not a, a joking thing, but it is kind of funny that if God can use a donkey, he can use you. Mm-hmm. You know, he Absolutely. can use you. So whoever is yeah. listening, wherever you are, you might feel like you're, you know, you've done something wrong or you're too far away from God or God surely can't use me. And then you read a passage where God literally used the donkey and he used this donkey in a way that is absolutely amazing uh, of how God supernaturally uses us when we are just obedient to him. Yeah. However improbable it might think of what God might do through me, it's probably not as improbable as a donkey <laughs> talking. That's right. You know, like, yeah. so me right. doing this thing that seems really difficult or really impossible. Yeah. Right. No, God, God opened the mouth of a donkey and a donkey spoke. That's right. right. That's right. So yeah. this, this makes these other things seem relatively possible. It and pretty does. Easy, maybe. Well, thanks, Andy, for walking back through that little portion of your sermon. That was really good. We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor before we jump into our interview with Kirk Cameron. Perhaps you've asked yourself this question. Are you running the business or is the business running you? How might your teams grow if your teams were driving the business forward instead of you? You are sitting on a wealth of untapped opportunity. It takes courage to learn how to create a culture where your people are truly empowered to own their seats. My name's Cheryl Scanlon, business and executive coach. Working together, we'll go straight to your core challenges to sort through competing demands and realign to your highest priorities for measurable results. Visit C3Advantage.net. That's C3Advantage.net. Join us at Crossroads Fellowship as we honor and celebrate the death and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ, this Easter. During Good Friday and Easter services, we come together to remember Jesus' ultimate sacrifice, celebrate that He has risen, and look forward to His coming return. Join us at any of our weekend services beginning on Good Friday. Please visit crossroads.org for more information and details. We hope to see you there. Well, welcome back from the break. And as we said earlier in this episode, we had a great opportunity to interview Kirk Cameron revolving around the living room reset, which is about marriage and parenting. And it was a great conversation with Kirk. And so real quickly, if you don't know who Kirk Cameron is, Kirk Cameron is a television and film actor and producer, noted recently for his work in the family films Saving Christmas and Mercy Rule, documentaries such as Unstoppable and Monumental, and the inspirational film Fireproof. He's also known for his memorable roles as Mike Seaver on ABC's Growing Pains, which I think that's probably what a lot of people uh, (laughs) remember him from, as well as the Left Behind movies and the co-host of the Way of the Master television series. Kirk spends much of his time producing new television and film projects and speaking to people around the country, teaching them how to share their faith and live out a gospel-centered marriage and family. And so with that, I was very excited to be able to talk to Kirk about specifically the Living Room Reset, which is going to bless people all over the country. And once again, coming to North Carolina on March 25th in Wilmington and March 27th in New Bern. So at this time, I hope you all enjoy our very special interview with our friend, Kirk Cameron. Hey, Andy, this is Kirk Cameron. Good morning. Hey, Kirk Cameron. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking Good. time out of your day. I know you're super busy right now. and Well, I appreciate you all taking time to um, have me on the program and, and let me tell everybody about Living Room Reset. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, with you coming to North Carolina, you're coming out here in March, uh, March 25th and 27th. 
I thought it'd be a good opportunity just to you know, have you speak into the living room reset, the vision behind it, the hope behind what you're doing. And so, yep. yeah, just taking yep. a few a few minutes of your time just to ask you a few questions and uh, you know, just encourage everybody what's going on. So I guess the first question, Kirk, is what can people expect that have never seen the living room reset before? So they're coming to the to the night. What can they expect? Well, you can expect to have a great time. Uh, first of all, this is a home run date night for it you is. and your spouse. That's right. To just to get away and to be able to uh, just re reprioritize, to refocus and reinvest in the things that will really make a difference in your marriage and in your family with your kids. Uh, it's a time where we will laugh together. We will sing and worship together with my friend Matt Hammett from Sanctus Real, right. who wrote and sings the song Lead Me. Mm-hmm. And we're going to learn together from God's Word how to download some truth into our marriage and into our family that is going to uh, has the power to set us free where, where we are in bondage, where we are in prison, uh, either due to bitterness or past mistakes, uh, or we're just frustrated and overwhelmed with the challenges of raising kids in this culture. Uh, it's it's going to be a real breakthrough time and a, a special time for couples. Yeah, and I remember last year when you were out here, it was a wonderful time, not just for my wife and I, but also for our church. And I tell you what, with uh, with uh, Matt singing that song, that was so impactful last year when he sang that special song. I remember there were couples here that had just amazing things going on in their life, either by something you said or by some of the worship that really just helped them in their marriage and their parenting, even dealing with some past hurts and pains. And so in light of all that you just said, what do you see, Kirk, as the biggest challenge facing marriages and parenting today? I think that's a great question because nobody goes to the altar in marriage Hmm. uh, wanting to fail at family. That's right. All of us want to get this right. We sense that there is something sacred about marriage and family. And we desperately want to do well, and we want to finish strong with our kids. And so I think the biggest challenges uh, that I have found is, uh, well, one of the things is the inability to forgive past mistakes, yeah, past sin, especially if it's deep wounds that have been inflicted by the person that you've given your heart to. And without forgiveness, without the ability to be able to reconcile and move forward in a real and healthy way, uh, relationships just stagnate. Uh, it, 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 it stops your, you from growing in so many ways. You can't really worship God with all of your heart if you're harboring bitterness toward another person. And, and yet it's so difficult to forgive and reconcile. Uh, it's easy to say it sounds spiritual, but how you do it yeah. is something that we need to, to really learn. And we're going to dive deep into that subject of forgiveness and, and being set free to cherish one another again, even after deep hurts. One of the other challenges I find is, is the challenge of raising children <laughs> in this unique generation. That's with right. social media, smartphones, the yeah. Internet, all of this technology is making the whole task of parenting infinitely more challenging with, with new, new challenges that previous generations never had to deal with. And so we'll talk about social media and raising kids. We'll talk about discipline and how to share the gospel with your children, uh, establishing authority in your home. So it's going to be a rich time 
that will really make the difference in your marriage and with your kids. Yeah. And I think you hit it right on that. I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm 45 and I imagine what would my life would have been like as a teenager if I had the technology and the smartphone and the social media that we have today. I can't even imagine uh, the stuff that possibly I was saved from because I didn't have access to all that. And I got a 15 year old daughter and a 21 year old son who's in college. My daughter's in high school and I know you have children as well. And boy, yeah, that, that social media age is just so impactful. And I'm so glad Kirk, that you're addressing that, you know, the forgiveness with spouses is so critical, but that piece of, you know, leading your family well and leading your kids well and social media is such an important conversation. So thank you for having that conversation uh, at these events. I remember last time you were here, it was, it was just a great reminder of how to do that as well. Well, we've had uh, couples who have come to Living Room Reset just on the brink of divorce, some who have actually uh, been divorced, uh, have not remarried, and have come to Living Room Reset together as mm. friends, wow. uh, wondering wondering what God might do in their relationship, uh, and couples who are newly married and some who are engaged. So it's a great time yep. uh, for everybody to come, because it's really about relationships. Yeah. We're focusing in on, on marriage and uh, and parenting, but it's really all about healthy relationships and wisdom, and, and where do we find that in God's Word? Yep. So, you know, you've been doing this. By the way, how long have you been touring with the Living Room Reset? So, we have uh, been to about 70 different cities so far. Wow. In the United States with the Living Room Reset. And uh, we're excited. Uh, we're excited to keep going. Yeah. So, in all those different cities, uh, you know, to the degree that you can share, is there a story or a testimony that really stands out from you? Because I know even after the show, you, you know, people are talking to you and beforehand, and, and I'm sure you're getting testimonies or stories after. Is there something that you can share? Obviously, you don't want to get into too much confidentiality with anything, but is there a story or testimony that you could share about something that just stands out with you over the last, um, you know, 70 cities you've been in? Well, we, 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 uh, we, we do have an opportunity to talk with people backstage. We have a VIP experience which is a special ticket that you can get. It gets you um, backstage for a private Q&A session, just kind of hang out, have some coffee and talk. Yeah, and so we also have a, a, an 80s bus party, mm-hmm. which is kind of a fun blast through the past with Mike oh, nice. Seaver on the bus. And during some of those times uh, where the big crowd's not here, we do hear stories that are pretty personal, people sharing their heart, um, really kind of bearing their soul about their marriage and, and uh infidelity and difficulties with their children's unique challenges to this generation with regard to uh, kids' uh, understanding of their identity, of their purpose, uh, where they belong. And and so uh, while I couldn't get into the details of of people's personal stories, I can tell you that um, people are finding Living Room Reset to be a time of of personally connecting with God and reconnecting with one another in a more intimate and transparent kind of way. Right. And uh, couples are coming together to the front of the church, holding hands, husbands praying over their wives. Um, some single moms are here uh, begging God to heal their marriage and their family, uh, to help their children. And so, it, like I said, it's it's it's... It's a time to meet with God, and it's a time to reconnect with one another and reset 
the things that matter the most to us all. Yeah. And that's faith and family and uh, finishing strong with our yeah. family. Well, that's excellent, Kirk. And uh, so where can people go that are listening right now to get more information, to get tickets? You mentioned VIP, 80s bus party. That sounds, that actually sounds awesome, (laughs) the 80s bus party. So where can people go for more information uh, and to get tickets and, you know, how to find out more? So uh, the simplest place to go is to my website. Go to KirkCameron.com. You'll see all sorts of different ticketing options there and dates and locations for for, uh, the Living Room Reset event. Excellent. Well, Kirk, thank you once again so much for doing this. Uh, you know, like you said, it's impactful and the importance of marriage and family and parenting is such a, it's not a hot button. It is the button, right? There's, there's so much that goes into that. So thank you for you and your team. Uh, thanks for traveling. I know it pulls you away from your family as well. And so, uh, so I guess one final question for you, I think it's so important. How can we be praying for you? You know, not, not just for the living room reset. We kind of get that, right? We want to pray for marriage and forgiveness, but those listening, and, and I want to pray for you even sure. before you get off the phone, but how can we actually just pray for Kirk uh, and your family? Well, thank you. Uh, you know, I, more than anything, I just pray that you, uh, I mean, I ask that you would pray for uh, for my family and that my um, that while, I'm, while I'm on the road, that my family would be safe and that my kids, uh, as they venture out into the world and college and, and uh, work and marriage and all those things, that they would continue walking with the Lord. Yeah. Well, can I pray for you right now, Kirk, before we get off the phone with you? Sure. All right, let me pray for you. God, I thank you so much for Kirk. I thank you for his team. I thank you for his willingness to uh, leave his family for different parts of the year and seasons to travel, leaving his wife and kids. And uh, and Lord, we just pray for not only his protection as he travels, but we also pray for his wife. We pray for his children. We pray for the different phases of life that they're going through. Uh, so Lord, he's not just here telling people how to how to have a marriage and parenting that works, but Lord, I pray that you would strengthen his own marriage and his own family, that you would just truly give them protection and blessing for it. We pray for all the people that are going to be coming to the Living Room Reset. Uh, Lord, I know uh, just even being a pastor of a church, there are so many families that are hurting. And oftentimes uh, they might not say anything at all and they're putting on a, a face that looks good, but behind closed doors, their families are falling apart and they're struggling. And I pray for events like this and how you've been able to use Kirk and and his life and this mm-hmm. ministry to really impact families. Uh, Lord, I know he's impacted families he might never hear from that have been redeemed and forgiven and are walking together healthy because of what's happening. So Lord, we just pray for a blessing on the tour and on his family, and we thank you for his life. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, Kirk, thank you. Thank you, yeah, thank you Andy. Absolutely, Kirk. Thank you so much. And uh, look forward to hopefully seeing you again in Raleigh. Like I said, you're coming here in March. So have a great trip and have a great rest of your tour. And I appreciate your time. I really do. Thank you, Andy. You're doing such a good job. Keep up the great work. And um, God bless you and your family. See you hey. soon. Well, there you have it. Our interview with our very special guest on this episode, Mr. Kirk Cameron. And our special thanks Kirk and his team for just giving us that opportunity to chat with him just for a few minutes about a very, very important conversation surrounding marriage and parenting. I want to encourage you to go get more information. Go ahead and visit KirkCameron.com. He'll also be in the North Carolina area on March 25th. He'll be in Wilmington. And on March 27th, he'll be in New Bern. Uh, Take it from me from the last time that he was here at Crossroads. You don't want to miss this event. It's a great event great tools, great tips. And as he said, it's a great date night for you and your spouse. You know, as we talk about transformation and rightly so transforming marriages and parenting and lives, 
But also, you hear us a lot on this program talking about transformation. And primarily, that's because we as a church have been in a year-long journey about transformation. We started January 1st, going all the way through the end of the year. This is our year of transformation. You know, all of us have areas of our life where we need to be transformed, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, relationally, in our jobs. We all have areas that we can consistently be changed in. And the way that we're looking at it for this year is what a better way than to get into the God's Word, the very Word that is transformational in nature and powerful in nature. So we've challenged our church to go through the Bible throughout this year with us. We're all doing this together. And so we started January 1st with Genesis 1, and we're going through the entire year until the very end of Revelation on December 31st. And I want to invite you to join us. You don't have to be part of Crossroads Fellowship. You don't have to be in the Triangle area to join us in this. But I believe so powerfully that God's Word can absolutely transform lives. I want to invite you to join us. And here's one of the easiest ways that you can do. You can go to crossroads.org slash 2020. Once again, that's crossroads.org slash 2020. And on that resource page, you're going to find small group guides. You're going to find kids resources. You're going to find our Bible reading plan that you can download. There's also links to the Bible app, to the specific plan that we're doing. We're trying to make it as easy as possible for you to join in with us. Also, we are preaching through the Bible, which is very exciting for us as a church. And that simply means this, that wherever you are during the week that you're reading, out of those passages, we're going to be preaching a certain segment on that Sunday morning. So all of us are in this together. We're all journeying together. For more information about the sermons, you can go ahead and visit crossroads.org, find the sermon tab, hit that, and it'll take you to all the sermons so you can get all cut up and ready to go. And once again, I want to thank you for joining us on this episode, wherever you are and however you're listening. I really do hope that this episode was transformational. Thank you for joining and listening to our program today. And thank you to Crossroads Fellowship and the Truth Network for making this show possible. You can find out more information about Crossroads Fellowship at crossroads.org. If this show has impacted you, we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us at info at crossroads.org. Thank you to C3 Advantage for sponsoring this program. We look forward to having you join us on the next show. Your success as a leader hinges upon buy-in from your teams, clear and consistent communication from you, and strategic delegation. My name's Cheryl Scanlon. C3 Advantage helps you steward your most valuable resource well, improve retention, grow employee engagement, and generate higher team and individual ownership. The success of your organization begins with you and depends on your team. Go deeper as a leader and watch your organization go further. Visit c3advantage.net at c3advantage.net.